Hi, and welcome to All God's Women. I'm Sharon Wilharm, your host, and it's day 12 of National Podcast Post Month. Today we look at Haggith, another woman who is only mentioned in context with her son, but her context is completely different than that of Zerua, who we looked at on Tuesday. We learn in 2 Samuel 3-4 that Haggith was David's fifth wife and mother of his fourth son. In 1 Kings 1-5 we're told, Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. King David, his father, was getting on in age and was not doing well. So Adonijah took it upon himself to succeed his father. He was good-looking, and his father had spoiled him, so he was used to getting his way. He prepared for himself chariots and horsemen and fifty men to run before him. He got Joab and Abathar the priests to go along with him. He sacrificed sheep and oxen and cattle by the stone of Zeholeth, which is by Enrogel. He invited his brothers, the men of Judah, and the king's servants. But he didn't invite Nathan the prophet, Benaiah, or the mighty men, or his brother Solomon. When Nathan heard what was going on, he told Bathsheba, Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king, and David doesn't know it? The two of them went to David, telling him what was going on. Then, while Adonijah and his guest were still feasting, celebrating their takeover, David had Zadok, the priest, and Nathan, the prophet, officially anoint Solomon as the new king. And all the people rejoiced and exclaimed, Long live King Solomon! They played flutes and made so much noise that Adonijah and his guest heard the uproar. Jonathan, the son of Abathar, the priest, came to tell Adonijah the news, and when his guest heard, they were afraid and scurried away. Adonijah didn't go down without a fight. In 2 Kings 2.11, again he is identified as the son of Haggith when he went to Bathsheba and tried to wed Abishag, David's concubine. As a result of that treasonous request, he was put to death. The Bible tells us nothing about Haggith's character, but the fact that her name is included when her son behaves as he does gives indication that his behavior was a reflection on her. Most likely, she too was beautiful, spoiled, and used to getting her way. What a sad commentary for the wife of a king and the mother of a prince. Lord God, thank you for yet another reminder of the power a mother has on her children. Please guide us in the ways that you would have us to behave as wives and mothers. Forgive us those times we lose sight and try to force our way on others. May your will be done in all that we do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. That concludes another bonus episode of All God's Women. Tomorrow we continue with Azuba, another mother whose influence weighed heavily on her son. Be sure to catch each of the daily bonus episodes on your favorite podcast platform or directly on the All God's Women podcast page. Until tomorrow, goodbye.
If you enjoy listening to All God's Women podcast and radio show, you're going to love my brand new Women of Prayer Bible study. Get to know the character of God by studying the prayers of women in the Bible. Grab your copy today, available in paperback and Kindle.